morning, winter has decided to arrive in full swing. So this is the part of year where I become an absolute worse. Um, I hate winter, man. I can't even think why people would want to watch Game of Thrones. Now, in all truth, I've never watched it. But when I saw the, the slogan, winter is coming, I'm like, dude, I'm out, man. You guys can watch that. Uh, show me something with summer. Um, I'm in. Uh, but man, it's just good to be with you this, this morning. And um, I'm excited for what we're going to chat through this morning. And, and I really pray that we'll just be open to, to what God has in store for us this morning. Last week, as Gerrit mentioned, we, we kicked off with, with Recharge. And we, we've, as a church, just said, hey, we're going to take a couple of weeks, just switch off from our nighttime activities, our, our weekly activities, all our, our courses that run here at the, at the church, um, our home cells, our, our discipleship groups, our, our ladies' groups, men's groups, any any group that you'd be a part of during a weeknight, uh, we, we've kind of just switched off to that and really said, let's get together as family um, in our homes and just, just visit together, just reconnect as, as mom and dad and kids and husband and wife and, and, and just take that time to, to reconnect with each other, but at the same time to, to, to recharge together with God. And um, I believe that it is something that is desperately needed uh, because how many of us feel that when we hit October all we we wish for is Christmas because at least then we can rest and and have a bit of a break and it's just because we haven't taken care of 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 the gauges of our lives and and, and gone hey my battery's starting to run a bit flat I need to start paying attention um, maybe something is draining the power out of life for me and, um, and, and I'm, I'm actually feeling like I need a jump start. And that's what we spoke into last week. So if you want to know more about that, uh, hop on to your favorite podcast platform. Go look for us, Bikers Church Midrand, and uh, go download last week's message. It is worthwhile. I really want to encourage you to do that. This morning, I'd like to carry on with that theme. I'd like to carry on with that thinking, kind of looking at our lives as this vehicle um, in your life. For most of us, it would be a motorcycle. But there are some unfortunate souls here this morning who, who drive cars on a daily basis, and we still love you to death. Um, but maybe in your mind, it's a car. And, um, but at the end of the day, we all have batteries in those vehicles that need to remain charged. Isn't that the truth? And... In every vehicle, um, we need a strong current running through that, through that vehicle in order for that battery to remain charged. So what is needed is a charging system. Isn't that the truth? Okay, so we need this charging system in order to keep our batteries charged. For those of you who had no idea that that's how it works, well, that's how it works. I'm not technically minded, so I had to go do my homework. No, I'm Kidding. I actually did know that much. I'm not quite that bad. But as we, as we look at this idea, I'd like to stop and just bring up the point that, that batteries don't charge themselves. Isn't that the truth? We wish that batteries charge themselves because then we wouldn't have load shedding. In fact, if batteries charge themselves, I wouldn't have a Honda in my garage. 
I do. It's about so high. It sits in the corner and makes a heck of a noise. I'd love to slap a 93 sticker on it, but uh, sorry. Um, you're a Jesus follower and you're being so rude. Forgive me this morning. If you were offended by my previous statements, come to me afterwards. I'll repent. We'll pray together for forgiveness. We'll deal with it. But it's the truth. Batteries don't charge themselves. We need a charging system in order for batteries to remain charged. Let's bring that to our own lives. Life doesn't work any differently. We need a good charging system within our lives to keep the batteries of our lives powered up and charged. So when we make the statement of of needing a charging system for life, I wonder what is that charging system? What is that charging system of our lives? What what keeps our lives empowered? What keeps our lives powered up and, 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 and ready for action, so to speak? Well, this morning I'd... I'd like to suggest to you that that charging system should be the the personal presence of God. The personal presence of God and, 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 and our relationship with Him on a daily basis. And that relationship happens through His Holy Spirit. And I know that as I, as I say Holy Spirit, and as we this morning just speak into the Holy Spirit, but so many of us, when we hear that, we want to run for the hills. Because in church, we, 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 it's not hard for us to get really weird when it comes to the Holy Spirit. And this morning, I'm going to make a commitment to you. We're not going to get weird. But this morning, I really just want to speak into the Holy Spirit being part of this charging system, this thing, that, the, the, the system that, that keeps us refueled, recharged in our daily lives. It's what happens when you go way ahead of your notes. So when we talk about the Holy Spirit, this is what Jesus said. Jesus engaging with his disciples He's been with them for, for three years by this point, and, and, and they've grown to really enjoy him being around, having, having him in their lives. And then he starts saying ridiculous things. He starts speaking into, into this thing of, hey, I'm not going to be with you forever. I, I, I'm, I'm actually going to go away. I can't be with you all the time. I'm going away. And to the point where, I mean, Peter, as Vanna spoke about him a couple of weeks, love him to death, like jumps up and says, Lord, you know, you're not going anywhere. We'll protect you, blah, blah, blah. And, 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 and Jesus says, get behind me, Satan. And that whole thing goes down. But ultimately, Jesus says to them, hey, I have to go away. I'm going away. And, and then he says this. He says, and it's good for you that I go away. Because if I don't go, I can't send you my Holy Spirit. And then he he uses a word there when he says, send you my Holy Spirit. He he uses a word in the original language, it's parakletos. And that that word parakletos really means advocate. I can't send my advocate to you. What an odd word to use in that moment. But as we look into this word um, uh, advocate, it really means Comforter, 
helper, encourager. So Jesus says, if I don't go, I can't send my comforter. I can't send my helper. I can't send my encourager to you. And then he, as he's talking about his Holy Spirit, he, he also says, he uses a phrase. He says, the Holy Spirit is the, the spirit of truth that leads to all truth. So the Holy Spirit is this comforter. He's this helper. He's this encourager. He's this advocate. And he's the spirit of truth that leads to all truth. I don't know about you, but I could do with a whole lot of all of that in my life. And this morning, I'd like to just take a few minutes and just camp out on this word advocate and just unpack it a bit with you this morning and just speak into who this advocate actually is in our lives. If we just look at the word advocate what it speaks into your life and my life daily is, is that this, the advocate testifies. The advocate testifies into my life, testifies into your life of the truth of who God is. The advocate testifies of the love of God in our lives and that demonstrated through his grace for us daily. That is what the advocate testifies into our lives. Paul, writing to the, to the, to the church in, in Rome, he, he said this in Romans 8, verse 15 through 16. He says, so you have not received a spirit that makes you fearful slaves. Instead, you've received God's spirit when he adopted you as his own children. Now we call him. Abba, Father. For most of us sitting here, we're like, is that his other name, Abba? Abba means daddy. That's what the word Abba means. So he says, now we call him daddy, Father. For his spirit joins with our spirit to affirm that we are God's children. So what Paul is saying to us here through the Holy Spirit, talking through him. He says to us that, hey, when Jesus left, God didn't leave you as orphans. He didn't leave you as street children. No, when, when Jesus left, he sent you his Holy Spirit. And his Spirit testifies to us of his truth and his love, and his grace. But his spirit also testifies through us of his truth, of his love, of his grace. So you and me, what's our response? What's our response to this advocate? Our response to this advocate is that we should live out his truth, his love, and his grace on a daily basis to the people around us. Next, this word advocate speaks into him being our comforter. And whenever I think of this word comfort, like even for yourself, when you think of comfort, like I, I, I think of comfort, 
I think of times when I've really been hurting, times where I've really taken strain, where I've, where I've, where I've battled with my own pains, my own hurts. And in those moments, the need to be comforted. Now, if we're honest, I, I can't need comfort for pain of the future. My name's not Marty McFly and I don't drive a DeLorean. No, it's not back to the future. My, my, my pain, my hurt, always occurred in the past. Isn't that so? Whether it was 10 years ago, 10 months ago, 10 hours ago, 10 minutes ago, pain is something that happened in the past. And here it speaks about his personal presence, his Holy Spirit coming and comforting us in our past hurts. The psalmist said it this way in Psalm 147 verse 3. He said, he heals the brokenhearted and bandages their wounds. Folks, that is the work of the Holy Spirit in your life and in my life. He comes and he, and he, 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 he rubs his, his, his healing ointment on our broken hearts and on our, on our hurting wounds. And he comes and, and, and brings about a, a comforting a healing that we can't bring about for ourselves. Again, Paul writing to the, to the church in Rome, he says this, he says, I pray that God, the source of hope, will fill you completely with joy and peace because you trust in him. Then you will overflow with confident hope through the power of the advocate, of the Holy Spirit. And if we think about our hurts, folk, so often we want to hang on to our hurts. We, want to, we, we, we struggle to let go of our hurts. We, 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 we kind of make them part of us. And, and here's the truth. If you and I hang on to our hurts, we can never grow. We can never progress into what God has created us to be. You may be in a place where you've wondered, why is my life so stunted? Why, why haven't I reached the heights that I believe God has for my life? Why, why haven't I become the man or the woman of God that I so desire to be? But if I'm honest, if I, if I do a bit of a recon, I recognize that, that there are deep wounds and, and, and hurts that, that very rarely did happen in my life. They're very real. They happened. But for some reason, I've, I've chosen to hang on to them. I've chosen to actually make them a part of me to the point where my hurts have started to define me as a person. And here, Paul is saying to us, hey, you've you got to allow God's hope in. Come, come to the comforter. Come, let, let the power of the Holy Spirit, the, the truth of, of who he is as a comforter, allow him in. Allow his hope in. Let him fill you completely with his joy. Let him start filtering your hurt through his joy. Let him start filtering your hurt through, through his hope that all that remains is peace. That all that remains is his peace. 
And when you find yourself in that place, then you start getting filled with his hope and his peace and his joy all over again. So this morning, what is, what is our response to the comforter? Our response to the comforter should be to let it go. Whatever hurts you've been holding on to, whatever, whatever, whatever has happened in your past that has, that has defined your future, folks, it's time to stop giving it that power. It's time to, to take those hurts and surrender them to the comforter and say, Lord, I let them go and I rest in you. I choose for your love. I choose for your joy. I choose for your peace to be the filter in my life. Let it go. Rest in him. This word advocate goes on to to speak about him being a helper. And I love the way that, that, that the psalmist said it in Psalm 46 verse 1. He, he says it this way. He says, God is our refuge and strength. God is our refuge and strength. He says this. He says, always ready to help in times of trouble. Always ready to help in times of trouble. I love the way the New King James says that last piece. It says that he is our ever-present help in time of need. I love the fact that it says ever present because normally when I need help, it's right now. I don't know about you. Whenever we need help, it's in the present. Isn't that the truth? Even if it's planning for the future, I need that help right now. Uh, Lord, I need your help right now. And here the psalmist describes how how, how God is is this ever present in time of need. Paul writing to the church in Galatians, he, he says this in Galatians 5 verse, verse 25, he says, he says, since we are living by the Spirit, let us follow the Spirit's leading in every part of our lives. So how does the Spirit, how does the Advocate, how does He come and, and help us? He leads us in every part of our lives. Oh, Lord, I don't know what to do in this area. Well, come, I'll lead you. Lord, I don't know what to do in my job. Come, I'll lead you. Lord, I'm struggling in this area in my family. Come, I'll lead you. And he helps us as we follow his leading. So what should our response be to the helper? Our response should be, to listen, to obey, and to follow. And for me, this is such a beautiful picture of why God's kingdom is referred to as the upside-down kingdom. Because in no other kingdom do you listen, obey, and follow a helper. No, the helper comes, he listens, he obeys, he acts. And he follows so that he can listen and obey. But in the kingdom of God, we see the Holy Spirit come alongside us. And he says, I'll lead you as your helper. So come, listen, obey, 
and follow. And as long as you do that, you're going to wind up exactly where you need to be. The next attribute that it speaks of as, as the advocate, the Holy Spirit is referred to as the encourager. And the encourager motivates for the future. And for me, as, like by his very nature, this is what the Holy Spirit does. He comes and he encourages us in our daily lives. He starts painting a picture of the future for us to look into and, and to realize that, man, this is what God actually has in purpose, in, in place for this life. Last week I said, stop and recognize the potential of your life. Just stop for a minute and, and recognize the potential for your life. And for me, that's what the Holy Spirit comes. He comes and he, and he motivates and he says, man, that's the picture that I have in store for your life. Last week, we used the, the scripture where, where Paul is, is speaking to the church in Ephesus. Um, in Ephesians 3 verse 20, he, he says this, Now all glory to God, who is able by his mighty power at work in us to do exceedingly abundantly more than we could ever ask or think and here the holy spirit comes and motivates through paul he comes and speaks into our lives and he starts painting a picture of the future and he says man if you recognize that i'm able if you recognize that it's my mighty power at work within you then here's the picture of the future i can do through your life with your life i can do immensely more than you could ever ask or think and the holy spirit comes and he does that work and he comes and he he starts to paint that picture and he starts to motivate the the future that he has in store for you and for me so our response to the to to the encourager should be to listen listen Start listening to that picture that he has for you and for me. Then Jesus spoke about, about his Holy Spirit being the spirit of truth. And being the, the spirit of truth that leads to all truth. And as I say this this word truth i think so many of us we we stop and we think man it's so hard to distinguish between what's true and what's false isn't that the truth daily we we struggle there's so much stuff that's presented to us and we're like man it's so hard for me to figure out what's the truth in all of this we mentioned earlier about past hurts. You may be struggling with things in your past where you're going, Lord, what's the truth about my past? Well, well, that's his work. That's who he is. He's that spirit of truth. And he invites us. He welcomes us. And he says, hey, if you're struggling with that stuff, come to me. The spirit of truth. Lord, I, I don't know what the truth is about my past. Well, come find out in me. Come find out in me. Today, as I said, we, we presented with so many options. We, we, we presented with, with so much truth. But all these things conflict with each other. And, and it's hard for us to figure out, Lord, what's real here? 
What's real and, and what's fake? And he invites us in and he says, come, come find out from me. I'll reveal the truth to you. Lord, I'm struggling with the future. I, I don't know what the future looks like for me. I don't, I don't know what the future looks like for my family, Lord. I don't know what the future looks like for this country. Uh, come. Come to me, the spirit of truth, and I will show you the truth. So what's our response to the spirit of truth? Ask him. Ask him. Connect with him. Ask him. So this morning we've spoken about the advocate. We've spoken about him being the comforter, the helper, the encourager. We've spoken about him being the spirit of truth. <clears throat> I hope we see this this morning. That as we spoke about the advocate, the advocate testifies in our lives and through our lives. All the time. The comforter comes and comforts our past hurts. The helper is that ever-present help in time of need. And the encourager motivates that picture that God has for us for the future. And the truth comes and clarifies the past, our present and our future. And what this says to me when, when, when Jesus spoke about sending us his spirit, the advocate, what he was saying was, my Holy Spirit is alive, well, and active in your past, your present, and for your future. That is who he is. That is who my Holy Spirit, my personal presence is for your life. This morning we've spoken at the top of the message about, about this charging system and, and his personal presence being that charging system, his Holy Spirit being that charging system that we need in our lives to, 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 stay, to keep our batteries full, so to speak. It's incredible for me, shortly after Jesus spoke through these things he was crucified he was killed he was buried and then he was resurrected and he, he engaged with his disciples several times before he was ascended into heaven and, and and in one of those conversations that he had with his disciples just before he went back to the father it says this in the book of acts chapter 1 verse 8 jesus says this he says to them he says you will receive power when you receive my Holy Spirit. You'll receive power when you receive my Holy Spirit. Now, I promise you I'm not going to get weird and I'm not going to get weird. Many people have built many theologies surrounding this and I'm not going to get into that. I want to point this out with regards to what we've been speaking about this morning. That word power in its original language is the word dynamos. And dynamos is the root word where we get the word dynamo. Now, anyone in here who's technically minded would know that a dynamo is crucial to a charging system. 
So this morning for us to say that God's personal presence, that his Holy Spirit is that charging system in our lives, is that power that charges the very life inside of us, is not such a stretch. Because he is ultimately that dynamo that brings power to this heart of mine, to this heart of yours. Another thing that's interesting is a derivative of this word dynamis is a, is a, is a word dynamia. And, and the word dynamia means this. I am able. I am able. Think about Ephesians that we read earlier. God is able through his mighty work mighty power at work within us to do exceedingly abundantly more than we could ever ask or think. Here he says again, I am able. What's the Holy Spirit communicating to you and to me this morning? As I prayed through this, here's what I believe the Holy Spirit is busy communicating to you and to me this morning. Is I am able through my mighty power at work within you I'm able to keep you recharged day in and day out I am able to be that comforter that 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 advocate to testify into you I am able to testify through you I am able and I desire to, to come and comfort you. But at the same time, I desire to be the same God who's able to comfort through you. Uh, I am able to come and be that helper for you. But I also want to help others through you. I am able to be that encourager that comes and motivates the picture for the future for you. But I want to motivate the picture for the future for the people around you through you. I am the spirit of truth for your life and I want to speak my truth through your life. You see, in the book of John, Jesus showed us his own personal presence through the Holy Spirit. And I think it's so important for us to, to grab hold onto the fact, and Duncan, you're welcome to come back. The worship team's welcome to come back. I think it's so important for us to, to grab hold of the fact that, that where Jesus redeems, his Holy Spirit ministers. And where his blood washes, his Holy Spirit transforms see his Holy Spirit is the power of God at work within you within you within you within me so what should our response to the Holy Spirit be this morning our response should be Ask him, 
ask him. And he will speak. He will lead. He will guide. And when he does, listen. Obey. And follow. You may need to let go of past hurts. You may need to, to, to let go of things that you've hung on to so long that they've started to define you. Today's the time. Let it go. Rest in Him. And as we ask Him, as we listen, as we obey, as we follow, we start to live out these lives that speak of the Spirit of truth. We start to live these lives that speak and, and, and live out God's truth on a daily basis. And that truth being His desperate, desperate love for me, for you, for the person at your work, for the person in your neighborhood, for the person in your family that you're struggling to get along with. His desperate love for all of us. And that demonstrates through his grace on a daily basis for all of us. So this morning, I guess the question is this. Have you ever asked God to, to fill you with his spirit? Have you ever asked God and just said, Lord, I need, I need your Holy Spirit. I need your Holy Spirit. Like what we spoke about this morning, that advocate that testifies, that, 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 that uh, helper, that, that comforter, that encourager, that spirit of truth. Lord, I desire that. Lord, will you, will you fill me like a, like a jug? Just fill me with your spirit. Maybe you've been in a place where you have prayed that, where you have spoken to God and, and said, Lord, I desire your Holy Spirit. I, I, I desire for you to fill me with your spirit. But as we've spoken through this this morning, you're like, man, that stuff's lacking in my life. I don't engage with God anymore as a comforter. I don't engage with God anymore as my encourager. I don't, I don't engage with God in a way where He testifies in me and through me. I don't engage with, with His spirit of truth. I feel like these things are lacking. There may be folks, can I suggest to you that, that it might be that somewhere along the line you started leaking a bit. That this jug might just have a bit of a hole in it and, a, 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 and this, there's been this seepage that's it's kind of left you in a place where you felt hollow and empty. And this morning, you may just need to come back to God and just say, Lord, will you come and fill me with your Holy Spirit afresh? Will you come and just, and just refill me? And I said to you this morning, we're not going to get weird. I'm not going to call anyone up, but what I'm going to ask you is if this morning, if you just, if you just desire to be filled with the personal presence of God. Then right there in your seat, would you stand to your feet? If that's you this morning, if you're saying, Lord, I want to be filled with your Holy Spirit, right there, just stand to your feet.
Father God, as, as men and women have stood, Lord. Lord, not because they thought it's a good idea, Lord, but because you are deliberately and specifically just working in their lives. Lord, and, 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 and for those folks who aren't standing, who, who are feeling like, Lord, this is, this is you know, I, I can relate to that. Thank you, Lord, for your spirit. Lord, we thank you that you have filled folks with your spirit, Lord. Lord, for the rest of us who are standing, Lord. Lord, I thank you that, that in this moment, Lord, Lord, you, you, you say throughout your word, Lord, we see how you've been faithful, Lord. Most of us standing here, Lord, know for a fact that even if it was just at a certain point in our lives, Lord, that we've experienced the faithfulness of God. And Lord, that you are faithful this morning to come and fill us with your personal presence, Lord. To come and fill us with your Holy Spirit. This morning, if there's something that you need to let go of, I, re I really want to urge you right there in your seat right now. Let it go. Let it go. Don't, don't hang on to it anymore. Don't allow it to have that power over you anymore. Surrender it to the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords this morning. Just inside of yourself right now, just say, Lord, this hurt has defined me for too long. This morning I choose, it is a decision of my will, to let it go. It's no longer mine, it is yours. Thank you that I can start seeing this hurt through the filter of your grace, through the filter of your joy, through the filter of your peace. Lord, thank you that I can start seeing this hurt through the filter of your hope. Today I give it to you. Father God, as the rest of us are standing, Lord, I, th I thank you, Lord, that this morning, right here, right now, you just come and fill us with your Holy Spirit, Lord. Thank you, Lord, that you're faithful to do this, Lord. And Lord, right now, we just say that from this point, Lord, we choose to follow the leading of your Holy Spirit, Lord. Lord, we will ask when we need to ask, Lord. Lord, we will listen, we will obey, and we will follow. Right there in your seat, maybe just, just say this to, to God, just in your own words if you want to, or you can use the exact words that I'm using. Just say, Lord, I surrender this life to you. Will you come and fill me with your spirit? And I thank you for this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you. You may be seated. Oh. Hey guys, I'm excited about what happened this morning. I really am. If, if, if there's something about this morning that, that, that wasn't very clear to you, I, I want to encourage you to come and chat to, my, to, to me. Um, come chat to Vanna. Come, come chat to one of our leaders. Um, if you'd like more prayer, we, we, we're happy to do that. But, but this morning, 
don't take this moment for granted. Don't. I know we didn't get all flashy and big and, and all that, and, and we did that on purpose because I, I desire for this to be a reality in your life. I desire for this to be a reality in my life. And so often when it's not big and booming and, and all those things, we wonder if it really happened. I'm telling you this morning, if you prayed a sincere prayer to God, God filled you with His Spirit. So this week, step out into your daily life, understanding that you have that dynamos inside of you, that you have that dynamo functioning flat out in your life. And that when you need to connect with the spirit of truth, he's there, he's listening, and he's wanting to lead. He's wanting to guide. So listen, obey, and follow, and head out there and be the best representation of Jesus that you can be with his truth of his love shown by his grace day in and day out to the world around you. Amen. Have a wonderful Sunday. We love you.